Hello everyone, welcome to the Three Masons podcast. I'm your occasional host, Abby. And I'm, Glo- and I'm Gloria. And I'm Cindy. Now, today, um, I could say this is going to be a little bit of banter-ish. I don't know well, what that is. It's going to be a very talkative episode. It doesn't really, it, it doesn't have any, it's not investigative. It doesn't have any sort of moral... There's nothing deep, nothing su- really substantial about this. It's not don't be anti-Semitic or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's you'll understand if you had watched our previous episodes. But it's very simple. It's more us. It's more of a discussion of something that we as 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 sisters share collectively. Not not only that, it's also a lot, a lot of reminiscing yeah. and 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 such, and a bit of a cultural type of thing. And really. <laughs> It's a cultural type B. Yes, and can you tell us why, Abby? Well, one, we're kind of going through our history for a bit. And second, we're really going to be talking about TV shows, but specifically from the French-speaking world. Now, if you live in France, because I think most of these shows come from France. Yeah, definitely. You can tell by the way yeah. people talk. <laughs> from France, from Switzerland, or you speak French. Why I understand it's because we're Swiss, but there's Belgium, no, there's no, countries I'll, in Africa. I'll, 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 I'll think if from, Fra- from France or for any other French-speaking country, I, 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 I wasn't done. No, but it's just more that I feel so Switzerland shouldn't come right after France. It's because I live in Switzerland. I? I didn't, didn't, <laughs> okay, uh, the French, the, 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 the French-speaking world, speaking. there we go. Yes. That y'all know what we're talking about. Yes, y'all know what we're talking about. What was I saying? Uh, basically, basically, you were saying that these are the type of shows that you would have watched if you are in a French-speaking part of the world, um, where most of these shows are coming from, you know, the great old country of France. Um, I will warn that there will be some, um, need for explanation and some translation there because there are going to be some things that are very it's very french you know and so some words might our french listeners might get what was that i don't know like he swallowed weirdly anyhow but anyhow there might be something that only our french listeners will be able to understand you know the 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 crust uh the, you know you you know you know the crust of the the cheesecake like the bottom the 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 the, the soulful layer at the bottom <laughs> where you understand the full depth of what we're seeing but we're gonna the, tr- soul, the soulful layer of the cheesecake but you will we'll try to give you as best of an understanding as we can about this so if, this is also the most French we're probably gonna speak in any episode yeah. So um, with that, I just want to make sure that, you know, if there's any confusion there, it's not your fault. You're not stupid. It's just that there's some, there will be some cultural misunderstanding sometimes. Yes. All right. What's, what's the first show we can talk about? Well, first of all, we need to explain what shows are we talking about necessarily. Yes. We're, not talking about, we're not talking about narrative TV no. shows. We're not talking about, like... I don't I mean I don't know I don't watch TV shows. I don't know. Like what you know, like right you know, T- TV theories and stuff like that. Like 
uh, I don't know one of them BBC nonsenses that we had to deal with for way too many years, like Sherlock. Like, no, there's no, there's no overarching story or anything. This it, is just trash TV. <laughs> it's not trash TV, but it it's entertainment TV. Like in the in the entertainment, as in human beings do stuff. Where it's not there's no script or mm. wow. <laughs> We could debate about that. But there's overall, the, the, the sense is that there's not supposed to be a script. The reality now, we don't know about that. Yeah. And the shows that we're going to be talking about, at least the shows I'm thinking about right now, Wait, why, don't, why, why, why don't we introduce them one by one? As we talk, we'll introduce. So let's talk about the first wait, one. Wait, wait. I feel like you guys are skipping through this. No, I was going to say something. I think that they tend to not only be you know, about human beings doing things, but they tend to be competitive mm. in some kind of way, shape, or form. Which is a very popular genre for some reason for French television. Television. Um, <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess you could ask our dad who went to university in France. It just sounds like a horror story, honestly. Imagine being in university in France. People who are not French or don't understand France don't understand. But what we mean by that is that the French are it's an overall very competitive environment, especially in school. There's no come on, let's work together. It's you best be having the best grades in class sort of mentality. And if somebody if you're at the bottom, know that people will treat you like you're at the bottom, okay? <laughs> Anyhow, but I think a good re- represent- representation of the sort of show is the Bienvenue series. There is the show, there is, there is um, the show called Bienvenue Chez Nous, uh, which literally means, well <laughs> which literally means welcome. It's usually just translated welcome in English or welcome to our house. I guess it's the best way. I mean, in, in a, di- a direct translation, would just be "Welcome to us" <laughs> or "Welcome to ours." Yeah, no, it, that doesn't really make sense in the English language. Welcome to us. Welcome, welcome to, to us. Ours. But like, welcome to ours, and it's the the premise of the show mm-hmm. is that we have a um, set of groups, usually a couple. Um, is it just me, or do I vaguely remember that there, one time there was a gay couple and there was controversy? Anyhow, sorry. So usually it's like a, a husband and a wife, or sometimes it's like a sibling match, but that's very rare. And or like, uh, or like people that just work together, yeah. some kind of thing. Or like, you know, family, uh, son, daughter, or f- father, daughter, father, son, sort of combination. But the point is that they're about, I think, usually, well, four, four sets of two people, and the there will be one person who basically everyone, all the other sets of people will be invited into their house. And they're basically, it's almost as if, not a house, their hotel, basically. Yeah, the, the point is basically, um, you know, the sort of like um, bed and breakfast type sort yeah. of, sort of Air- Airbnb. Airbnb sort of thing where like they, they get the owners of these Airbnb type places and they sort of like make them compete. Uh, with each other to see who has the, the best, best Airbnb. Yeah. Who has the best Airbnb. So, so the other Airbnb people will kind of... They, they'll basically be grading yeah. one person's um, Airbnb. If that, if, if that particular show is the grading like 1 to 10 or is it higher? I think, I'm pretty sure it's 1 to 5 or 1 to 10. I think so. I think so. Oh, okay. But yeah. So that's, that's, that's the basic... That's the most basic premise, but that's basically what it is. So... There, it's a it's a competition show, and you have to win who has the best Airbnb. 
Now, the reason why I point this out, because it was not my favorite, but it would come right after my our favorite show. And I mean, after a while, you know, you need something you need something to watch while the family's out here eating. So I mean, you keep the TV on. We don't watch TV anymore, uh, but you keep the TV on, and you know, you see what's there. So where do we even begin with the show? <laughs> I, for, you know, for a premise that sounds so simple, a lot of things can be gained from it. And I think that's why we got so much entertainment out of it yeah. in the end. Because it's not really about the premise, it's about the people. <laughs> it's really about the people and the interactions mm-hmm. and the whole sort of, I don't know, the aspect of like the fact that they're going to have to grade people mm-hmm. on their Airbnb. And I think some of the things that we're going to talk about for, some of the things that we're going to be talking about for the show can actually extend some of the other shows (laughs) when it comes to the people now the people can be the worst i think okay so as we said the 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 people are there to grade each other's air air airbnb airbnb what airbnb Airbnb. sorry sorry (laughs) but the thing is right because there's a there's a like prize money at the end right or yeah yeah, yeah, that's for this this prize money so you know that everybody's in the mindset to win this game. <laughs> so obviously it means that the environment is cutthroat. Mm-hmm. And that means that nobody's going to be nice to each other. And so you have so many instances where the drama that is entailing just because they want to win this this Airbnb show is so hilarious. It's so... It's like watching, you know, those high school like movies where there's, there's like the petty drama. That's what it is, except with grown adults. Is your leg shaking? It was shaking a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, what was I saying? But like yeah. th- th- these aren't these aren't teenagers. These are folks who are like 30, 40, and over yeah. who've been working at these Airbnb types for like years, and they're acting like this. Like one one aspect of the show is that oftentimes you need to. They will try to find issues with the airbnb yeah because they have to read it on different things yes and one of the things is cleanliness and this is i think what i think everybody who's watched the show remembers mm. because it becomes a real contentious issue <laughs> with these people because dirty means that there is a lack of cleaning in your airbnb which is really yeah. bad on hygienic levels like if you if People who watch, you know, the Gordon Ramsay show, Hotel Hell, literally the whole focus of the time is that these places are disgusting, dirty, the kitchen dirty, the bedroom dirty, that you're having like 5,000 live bacteria on one <laughs> section. <laughs> they're the rat living in the hotel. In they're, fact. they're the pigeon in the kitchen, that sort of, that sort of thing. Cockroaches right? are hanging in the corners of the room. Yeah. So that sort of thing. And it's the same thing, it's the same concept of trying to find dirty things in Bienvenue Chez Nous, except with an extreme focus on the fact that, let's be honest, most of these Airbnbs, Airbnbs are not these sorts of Airbnbs in crisis, like in Hotel Hell. These are usually Airbnbs with a respectful amount of rating. But oftentimes, let's just say they go fishing for evidence, okay? So I think it's kind of become an inside joke that they will... For some reason, the main focus is always hair. Because hair is something easy that you're going to find as dirt. So they do all these weird things trying to find hair. I, in- I vividly remember somebody searching in the toilet to find... Wait, they, they pull out the gloves. They, they do this they on purpose. Pull, they pull out gloves. 
and search inside the toilet or they'll go underneath the bed and try to search underneath the bed or they'll you'll literally see them crouching on the floor <laughs> looking trying to see if there's hair to the point that oftentimes when they can't find hair the show is extremely competitive, okay? French people, like what we said, are usually very competitive. But you can tell that they are so emotionally invested. And listen, it's a TV show. So they have, of course, like these stereotyped characters. There's the nice, the good people, the people that are kind of naive, the mean character, and the character with absolutely no no flavor, okay? <laughs> and so usually the character, the mean characters are usually the ones trying to find les cheveux. <laughs> translation the hair the the hairs really they're trying to find any sort of hair to the point that if they can't find hair they get angry more so upset and disappointed they get disappointed but a which is basically not a single hair and you see them pacing literally around the room with their hands over their waist now they're concerned they're concerned. They're literally pacing around the room just like, not a single hair. <sighs> literally to the point that they will search the whole day and then finally, usually at like 12 a.m. in the night, <laughs> they, they, they'll, they'll, go, they'll go out of the closet tiptoeing in their pajamas and they'll be, and they'll be like, like, husband, I found it. And then the husband's like, vraiment? He's like, really? You found this? He's like, look, a single hair. And then they'll use that single piece of hair. They get so happy. It's literally ridiculous. Like sometimes they're literally like doing like a little happy dance in the room. The fact that they found one hair. That's and and they, and they do it with such, you know, the tone of like when a child is so snug about something that they've done and they, they, they're presenting it to the world thinking it's the best thing ever. They're holding up this piece of hair and it's like, I found a hair. And it's like, okay. And, and mm, they would give low scores. For the one hair that it took hours for them to find. And they'll be like, I would have given you a 10, honestly. But after we found the hair, it was really a make or break situation. And I'm giving you three. And they're like, uh, how did we go from 10 to three? Because one single hair was found. It, it's honestly unbelievable sometimes. But they could be so petty. Those same people could be so petty. Like we were talking um, before we recorded about like the breakfast, right? Cause you'd get a breakfast. Since it's a bed and breakfast, there's a breakfast, right? Sometimes the pettiness of these people. So petty. Like, okay, so they wake up, all right? Normally, I would just be happy to have food anyways. So we have the host being like, we got this from high-quality farmers, no cruelty. Um, chez maison was made, it was made right here. And they're all like, wow, it's impressive. Then we have that one couple, or just one or two couples, they're just kind of like, whatever, making that weird face of like, I'm not impressed. And then they would eat the food. And they'd be like, it's really not impressive between orange juice, like like everybody gets orange juice. And then they'll say, honestly, I would give you a 10, but I didn't like that the butter was salted, so I'm giving you a, a two or something. That's like the breakfast. I think what's, an- what's annoying about the breakfast is that the food is food, okay? You, If the food was raw or rotten or very low quality, I understand. But they'll be like, I mean, who eats eggs for breakfast anymore? That's so last century. Like, I, <laughs> it, it, it just felt 
typical there was nothing of value and honestly for that i'm gonna give it a two i really could have given them an eight but after with the eggs or, or they conflate not to their taste with bad quality yeah they do that all the time actually there's another show in the same vein, yeah. called Quatre Mariages and Lune de Miel. Oh, the, I'm sorry, that was, that, that was my favorite one. I'm sorry, that was my favorite one. So, it basically translates to four marriages and a honeymoon. No, no, no. Quatre Mariages, yeah, yeah. une Lune de Miel. So, one honeymoon. I think I think it's Quatre Mariages and... Anyhow, the point is that there are four people again, and there are four women who are going to get married. And so basically, the other women this will are basically rating each other's weddings, and who and whoever gets the highest score. What a cruel concept! I know. Imagine getting married in a competition like this. Anyhow, anyhow, so they rate the marriage, and whoever gets the highest score gets to have a honeymoon. I believe they rate it on like three or four things: um, the reception, the food, the the ceremony, and the dress. I believe. You have to check that out, actually. We'll have to check it out, but that's roughly what the things that they would be um, judging. judging about. So, because, listen, it's women getting married, the pettiness levels are at toxicity. Astronomical. Astronomical levels, first of all. So, usually, the thing is that there one, one girl, of course, has to go first. And usually, this person bears the grunt of the burden yeah. because none of the other people have yet to see. We have, have yet to see how the wedding is. And so, usually, people are much more judgmental for some reason for the first one. And like always, the characters are stereotyped. There's the really, really nice bride who is giving 10 out of 10 to all the people. There's, there, there's, the, mean, there's the mean bride, the catty bride, who has beef with everybody. There's the one with no personality, and there's the one with the really good marriage. That literally every single episode follows this same formula. Mm-hmm. Now, what is one thing that you think that really stood out about the show? I think, honestly, it's a segment about the dress. Yeah, because they're so mean. Because for the reception, for the food, for 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 mm-hmm. for the ball and everything, it's um uh, it's um one to ten. Well, actually, it's zero to ten. For the dress, however, it's zero to twenty. So things. This is where basically all the 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 meat of the points really lie, which is when people really start to get aggressive. There's either the people who are like, "It's a dress. I'm not gonna bully them on the dress. I'm gonna give them a good score." But then there's that one person whose mind is really only to get that honeymoon. Yeah. Then again, this is what happens when you make a show based on getting a free honeymoon. I know, like that's cruel. Honeymoons are are really expensive. Okay. Anyhow, usually. Dresses are up to personal taste. There's yeah. rarely a time where somebody's dress is of bad quality. But, of course, in the show, the drama that ensues, there'll be one person... Say somebody gets a mermaid-style dress, okay? There'll be that one person who'll just say, it's okay, uh, but, I mean, mermaid-style, I feel like everybody does mermaid-style. And, listen, I'm not trying to be mean, but she's... Corpulent. She's um. She has she has a very corpulent round um body shape, and I feel that they would bring a lot of attention, um, to the lower belly region. <laughs> um. So for that, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to give a an eight out of twenty. Really. Lo and behold, 
their wedding comes, and what are they wearing? A mermaid dress. Mm. And this happens time and time and time again. And I think the reason why you brought up uh, because I was saying something about um, conflating personal tastes with bad quality. Because oh, I, I was making a relation with, with the food, the bed and breakfast, but yeah. they do the same thing, not only with the dress in Katmariage, but with the food that they are being served. Yeah. Somebody's like, I don't like, for example, curry, and they served curry at the wedding. But instead of being like, oh, curry is not necessarily my style, they're like, c'est dégueulasse, c'est dégueulasse, it's disgusting. Why who would serve curry? And like, they, they're and, not even. And, and they're always paying at the food like children. They're like, <laughs> wait, wait, ate them all. It's really disgusting. I don't know why anybody would eat curry at a wedding. It's like, oh. and the worst ones for me were the people that are like, this is so terrible. Eating it like it's perfectly fine. They're, eating, they're literally eating the whole thing. But especially when it'd be like ethnic in quotation mark food, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, I can't eat African food. It's just really disgusting. Oh my gosh. I'm second in her mouth immediately. <laughs> like the food is already finished. But she's just like, honestly, oh, I couldn't finish it. That I can't do African food. I can't believe this is so disgusting. If they just cooked like a nice salmon, like that would be nice. But if they had to do the African food and I couldn't eat it, like really, really, like there's not they're not saying anything about oh it wasn't cooked properly, the meat was raw, something's wrong with the look. No, it's it's not to my taste. So you know what? I'm gonna give you zero out of ten or something like something stupid like that. Ridiculous! Honestly, oh, you're so ridiculous. But the best part was that they were they were like talking about all the stuff like oh who would do that at a wedding and then they do the thing at the wedding at their yeah. own wedding. Like like they'll be like for some reason there's this weird trend of for some reason in the weddings you know the the party mm-hmm. they would always be playing Cod Night Joe for some really oh, weird no. reason or the Macarena. That was a plague. Out here. Konaiju and I'll say no, I cannot. Because of that show, we listen to Konaiju and more in our lives than we ever want to admit. Okay, <laughs> but, but listen, they'll they they would be when it's one when it's the when it's the bride the um that's the Konaiju debate. This is really embarrassing. Honestly, I felt really uncomfortable in the party. Like I really didn't. Like I re- like I really didn't want to like it was really uncomfortable for me like they were dancing like children like I honestly it's just like this so immature them at their wedding dancing to the macarena be- and 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 then after of course the people people just like of course there are some people who might be like uh, I don't really like that of the macarena but once because at the end of the <gasps> yeah, yeah, at, yeah at the end of the show all of them before they find out who wins all of them are sort of um they have to. Yeah, and they kind of have to discuss, you know, why they gave someone a certain score. They might, you know, have some sort of disagreement. Tears, Tears were shed. Tears were shed. Not only just for the cat marriage, they do the same thing with um, Bienvenue Genou, where they gather the couples together at a, and then, and at a round table. Legitimately. And, and they... And they <laughs> Couples were fighting. They were crying, but with the Katmarage, it was less. It was. Vicious. It was really vicious, especially what the 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 vicious female character no, would I often. Feel like, I honestly feel like people would literally pounce on them because of how harsh they were to everybody else. I like they and 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 they and they and and they'd be like. If somebody was, if somebody was like, honestly, I'm gonna give you a low score because I'm not really into the macarena. The person, the mean person, will be like, I really feel like you guys are honestly ganging up against me. And then people, are like, wait, but weren't you the same one who gave eight out of twenty for that bride's dress? Just like, 
Yes, but... Well, I still think that you guys are being too tough on me. And I think that you guys are being tough on me because you're jealous. And, like, but I'm, and then after, they'll literally be fighting. Like, who's jealous of who? who why they're jealous? And then, and then when, the, when, the, when, the, when the announcer guy had to, had, to, had, to, they had to wait for the car ride, you can see their faces. Yeah, because the car ride, because like at the end, to see which one, who, which couple won, which one's going to go to the honeymoon, they have this like black limo, and whoever won, their husband is inside the black limo. So they're just waiting, they're looking at this black roll up just wondering if it's their husband and everyone's face looks so like they're angry they're tense some of them are red with tears i vividly remember this one episode when the harsh character won and like everyone was like <laughs> you could literally everybody like the, you could see like they were comforting each other basically being like she doesn't deserve that she got it. her her husband gave her like a bouquet and then she went up to one of them and gave him a rose. rose. And of course, they were like, no, what are you doing? Nobody took it. Nobody took it in the sense of like, they didn't, they didn't think it was genuine. Because it's just like, yeah, whatever, because yeah. you won. Because she cheated her way throughout the whole show by giving everybody else bad scores. While everybody else was, of course, being equal. Being like, okay, I don't like fish that much, but the fish was well cooked. She would be like, oh, it's really, I don't like fish. I can't eat that. Honestly, it's disgusting. I don't know how anyone eats that. So she'd originally be giving everyone bad scores. So of course she would come up on top. And so of course nobody nobody wanted to get that hacking rose. The the dis the disingenuousness of the people on that show honestly was surprising. But I think the other shows, since it's like very competition based, it'd be very vicious. But there's one show that was called um, Les Reines de Shopping. Yeah. Which literally translates to the queens of shopping. Iconic one. Very iconic. iconic. Our, our mom really likes to host Christina. Um, if if you're of the Francophone countries, you know. You know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. So the concept of the show is basically that there are four, uh, what, four or five. Most of the time, I think it was four. Four. Gr- well, we say girls. There were, there were women. There were grown women. Four women. Who are chosen they are given a budget and a concept and they have to basically dress themselves up to match the concept within the budget and there was a timer yes they have two hours to be or was it three i think it was two hours. around that mark three or two hours to be able to find every single article of clothing for the for the for the for the concept, the same food with masculine feminine, which basically just means like a sort of masculine but feminine clo- um, clothing clothing style. They'd have to find something that matches that, but they have to stay in their budget. They can't go over their budget. I wasn't the budget you like two hundred, two hundred years. Yeah, really? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember ever it being over two hundred. Anyhow, so they usually ha- they they usually have a your information correct. We don't look like clowns. <laughs> so they're given a budget and they cannot go over that budget. I'm gonna say I think the biggest problem in that show was not viciousness but incompetence. <laughs> See, some of these people on the show were so incompetent that you just like, haven't gone shopping before, <laughs> or are they just or or are they in like sort of like money happy because they've never had this much money to go shopping I before? Think so. And I think honestly, there are the four types of people. There is the person that would take so long, so long in the shop. They were not stressing. They were in one store and they're like, um, excuse me, do you have um, a bag? I'm like, uh, I think so, maybe. Um, and they take so long. They have 10 minutes left. 
And she's like, no, actually, this one is actually a really good band. And she's like, stop it. They're like, legit dilly-dallying like, in the store. Like, they're, they're, like, they'll have, like, there'll be one store that doesn't have the bag that's necessary for the concept. But, but it's actually a really nice bag. Wait. Yes, it's not about the concept, but them is meditating on this bag for 10 minutes the timer going down and then like okay i'll buy the bag and then after by the and then after when they actually have to go to the listen the worst part the worst part is that at the usually at the end is when they take time to do their hair right by that point, they spent so much of their time dilly-dallying around the stores that the that, that they're basically telling the hairdresser, quick, 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 you have to get the hair quick. I need to get my taxi. I want the hairdresser. So they can't, if they go quick, they're probably going to burn the person's scalp. So you see the you see the hairdresser stressing. And then after, and they just barely make it to the shop. And it's like, what were you doing there? What were you doing in the shop? Sometimes, listen, I'm going to say, like the show, like all the other shows, they always have this, this stereotyped character. Mm-hmm. I want the characters to be like, you know, they, they, they have the joie de vivre. The, 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 that, sort of, that sort of like, they're, you know, they're embracing every single moment sort of character. But they'll spend 20 minutes in a shop just trying out clothes. That's not even part of the, that's not no. even part of the concept. And being like, oh, I really like this. I really like this top, actually. Do you have another one? Even though they have found a shop that perfectly, they, they find a shirt that perfectly matches the concept. They're going to be looking around for other shirts just for the vibe. And these, those are the ones that spend time, but then they're the ones that spend money. Like, they spend a big chunk of their budget on the one thing. On the first object, it'll be like, like it'll, it'll be like a bracelet. And they'll spend 200 on the bracelet. And then after, by the time that they need to find pants, they're like, I don't have enough money for the pants. Like, like the person's going to be like, the pants is 44. They're like, but I can't pay 44. <sighs> and then they'll be like, oh. that's what happens when you spend so much money just on five bracelets just for the vibe i think another uh, another interesting part also is that um christina the host does she have she i let they have like a tiny cube in, in the corner where she reacts to the people in their shopping endeavors and you can tell sometimes when they're they're always you know when they buy that piece of jewelry that's way too expensive they're always going to be like, mm, yes it's expensive but it's a statement piece that i feel so it's really necessary for the concept and you see christiana just being like no <laughs> no why are you detrimenting the, and you can see the money just going down and the budget going down and the budget going down but it always just like yes i really like this hat then still haven't bought their shirt yes. still haven't bought their pants yes but still haven't still haven't bought their shoes but like you're gonna Go, I think well, actually one person forgot to buy their shoes. That they went barefoot. They went barefoot on on on, on, on the because at the end they have to they have to go on a on, on on a catwalk, which was always the cringiest part of the show. But they have they have to go on a catwalk, and the people the other contestants judge their outfit. I'm pretty sure one woman went barefoot because she did not have time to go to put on her shoes. Also, there's inevitably going to be that one person that just does not follow the concept like they're out here doing their 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 just walking about being like i like this piece i like that piece the concept would be like i don't know pirate or whatever and they come dressed up like a a A cowboy (laughs) (laughs) right and it's just like did you homegirl did you read the i remember there's this one episode it's not really what you were talking about but there's this one episode where the girlies that were judging the person 
gave her like bad scores but christina herself was like actually she was the only one that did it right she was the only one that did the concept right because some some of them even if your clothes look even if the clothes looks good you still have to follow the concept so if the concept is cowboy and you come dressing like you're in the military it don't matter if it looks it's 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 it, it doesn't matter if it looks put together if it doesn't match the concept then you're you can't you can't really win and so there was that one person that was too afraid to properly commit to the concept because they didn't think that it would look good on them i was like mate it's not about you is it it's not about you <laughs> yeah, i'm just saying sometimes christina had to set them straight she's like her low-key scolding the girls either if they're being too mean or just like yeah. whatever she's like hold on she had her signature catchphrase with uh, of course i'm with the which was ma chérie yeah. my dear and she was like ma chérie you need to sit down basically <laughs> you're doing everything wrong um but to be honest you're right there wasn't as much toxicity uh, in that particular yeah, show the word is incompetence a bit it's, of stupidity it's as well. really in 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 the Le Rangi shopping it's really incompetent and they ruin they could have easily won the show honestly it's not a difficult show to no. win you make sure you have the, the right things for the aesthetic and you go home and you don't go over budget but a lot of these people are incompetent and i honestly think that sometimes they get too money happy because they have mm-hmm. such a big budget to spend on clothes that they just kind of go crazy honestly but then there's also uh, um, was it Dîner Presque Parfait? Yes, Dîner Presque Parfait. That was one of my favorite ones. Be, I think it's my favorite, honestly. I think it had to be my favorite one. I don't know why, but that's the thing that really struck me. Was, okay, maybe I'm going too far ahead. You keep talking. Right. Well, Dîner Presque Parfait, the concept is closely similar to um, Bienvenue Chez Nous, but this time it's really solely focused on... Wait, hold on. There's one thing I forgot to say about the um, Bienvenue Chez Nous. Because one of the aspects that you have to judge on when you're going to their Airbnb is the decor. Why goodness were people flaming each other's decor? Yeah. Like they were out here, somebody's like, oh, look at this orange. And then they have awful wallpaper in their Airbnb. And it's like, whatever the heck. Actually, that's pretty nice. And like, it's so old. And like, that's supposed to be, that's the aesthetic. It's kind of supposed to be antique, but whatever. Right. And so for Dîner Presque Parfait, which is translated uh, an almost perfect dinner, if you will uh basically you are invited to these other people's houses it didn't it didn't have to be couples i don't think Uh, and basically that person that they're being invited to again there's four people it's always four you the person that they're invited to they have to cook this dinner this uh yeah they they cook a dinner for the people and the people have to like basically rate Mm. the food and the whole and the overall and the overall dining experience of the table the overall like the the dining experience basically and my goodness for for a concept so simple was there so much drama i remember that one time somebody was cooking and they almost burned burned the food i think it was fish i'm not sure I think fish oftentimes is easy to burn because you kind of cook it with like that meat mindset and then after like the fish is delicate so it's burning at the bottom but you don't notice it. Anyhow. But do we speak from experience? No. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but basically, so the concept is the people there I think there's more than five. Really? I think there were like five people. I, th- I actually I actually agree. Oh. And then there were like about five people. And so it's the same concept. They have to create a dining experience and the other contestants rate them. However, in this one, 
I feel though people were much more two-faced. Oh, the two-facedness. Man. I think it's that people would not people would side with them, so that people yeah. would feel sympathy for them. So, so basically, you you eat and then you go to a car where that's where where you basically you go back home, right? And so that's where you give your ratings for somebody's dining experience. And so they will oftentimes say the person cooks fish. And they're going to be there at the at the dinner table and just say, mm, the fish is really, really good. Wow, you really did a good job on the fish. That's some really good fish. And, of course, the host is going to be like, the host slash chef is going to be like, thank you so much. You know, I really put effort in it. Fish, This fish is really, it reminds me of my dad, and I really want to honor him with this fish. And like, yeah, I think you did him, I, I think you did him justice. And then after they'll go, they'll hope they're way inside the car, and they're going to be like, I'm going to give it a three. The fish, it was flaky but not in a good way it was dry um, it felt like it felt overcooked but undercooked at the same time honestly it's a three from me i don't know how anybody I could eat that it would be so chill taking off those number cards and like two i'm like huh? and some people were almost happy they were like two and the people were like two and i was like yeah i think it's a two i don't know i felt like the the gravy was kind of sour in a weird way so yeah it's just like a two for me i'm like eh? <laughs> That's but not once, enough. But once they're eating the gravy, it's like it's a good, it's good the gravy, yeah. And and the, and the chef would be like, yeah. So it, I, it, I took experience from my my time in India, and they would use the specific yeah. season. They'd use a lot of cumin, and then the person would be, like, mm, yeah, it tastes good. And the car, it was a two. I don't know. It just wasn't really. There wasn't really that much. Can I just say? I feel like one of the reasons why mom really liked that was because you know for the time moms cook, but specifically our mom because of her experience so we could low-key you cut you literally just because of her experience with no explanation uh, because our mom posting because of the angels <laughs> in the bible it's all right obscure reference but our mom was a chef in paris for quite a bit um and so for her cooking is extremely important right and so i think she was able i think seeing seeing cooking like it was something that made that made a lot of sense to her i think it was something that was very enjoyable for her to watch and also low-key easy for all of us to critique yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes we look at the cooking things like mm, i don't know if you should be doing that but you know whatever mm. like you can kind of tell when mom was judging like mm, that's, that's not, not how you cook that's not how we did it but like I, every single time I cook, honestly, mum, mum, mum would be like, "I mean, that that's not how we did it when I was cooking in France." I, I was like, okay, I get it. You were working at a fancy restaurant, mom. But yeah, uh, I think to be honest, cooking shows are always very, very entertaining for me to watch. Like Master Chef, which is not French, although I think there's a French version. Yeah, yeah there's definitely a French. Oh my goodness! Now you got me flashbacks. Of course. Of the French version, <laughs> yeah, but there there is a French version. But just the Master Chef in general, I find it really enjoyable to watch it because when you cook yourself, you're able to ex- like relate to the experience of the people, and you can know like, yeah, I understand. You no, know, doing that technique is difficult. Anyhow, what is there's also a uh, um you know um the the American show Survivor. Ooh, no, 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 no. There is a French equivalent called Colanta. Which, why is it called Godanta? I have no idea why it's called that. What does it even mean? Is it, even, is it actually a word? I don't oh, even yeah. I have no idea. Godanta is basically... Sur- 
people wouldn't understand. Us and our inside jokes. Don't, don't do, no, 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 no. Anyhow. Don't do pitties. <laughs> no. Anyhow. So the concept is, it's basically Survivor except with French people. So uh, you know how it is. It's the sa- it's completely, it's honestly completely the same concept. But, it's, but isn't Survivor more like they're like legit in the wild, whereas here, yeah. here Colanta is more like they're navigating a foreign country with very little skills. What? Right? Because they're in a, they're in a, in a they, they're just, oh, wait, because I, I think, oh, no, I'm sorry, and I'm thinking of Picking Express. That, you're right, Colanta is absolutely yeah. in the wild. Right? Yeah. What, what have we done? Have we we hold on, hold on. This is when we don't do our research. <laughs> <laughs> no, Picking Express is something else other than Colanta. Oh, Picking Express was stressful to watch i mixed it up picking express is when they're like in a, in a completely foreign place you know, and they're i'm gonna say i think picking express was a little bit more interesting than Kananta. i like the sort of survivor shows but i feel so like honestly people are i perhaps it's the dehydration or the malnutrition i don't know but like honestly sometimes it's just people are doing the most like listen i'm not saying that surviving in the jungle is easy but like listen you just know that you're not going to put your feet that's covered in warts inside the inside the water pot where people are also drinking from. You know? Like, you're trying to infect people. <laughs> it said you would do a better technique. You would pour it over your feet and leave the rest of the water so that you're not infecting people. Like, you Use your common sense. <laughs> like, in, in the words of R. Kelly, that's stupid. Use your common sense. Like, sometimes it feels like in the Colanta slash Survivor show that like, people are just playing stupid. Like, you have to, you, like, there's no, they, for some reason, they find it so difficult to compromise that they like, they'll be fighting over things. I'm just like, mate, this is really easy to come to an agreement with. Oh, humans in the natural habitat. Oh, they're wild. Oh, the animal I instinct. Think, I think it's like the Lord of the Flies, except with adults. I think that's sort of the vibe. Like they're fighting. They're infighting because humans. The are girls are fighting. Basically, when humans are left in the na- natural habitat, they're really just at they're they're re- they're really just as savage as the animals. We're like, no, not really. <laughs> but I'm do that. It has to be like a genuine, authentic experience of years. And I honestly don't think it can degenerate that badly. Then what's the what's the comparison with Pekin Express? Pekin Express, I think, let's... Uh, Abby, do you want to explain? Because I don't think I remember that much. Of okay, so the basic premise, as I hinted at, uh, basically, they're in a completely new environment where they oftentimes they don't, they don't know the language. And basically, they have... There's kind of like goalposts yeah. where if you win a, like a part of the competition... Um, because I think some people get eliminated, but you win a part of, uh, of a competition, and you can either pass or you can either you can also win. No, no, no. Because some people, some people will be, will be eliminated and go home. Some people will pass to the next level, but some people will win a prize at that level, which is prob- most likely like a nice place to stay. Because they're basically like they're left to their own devices yeah. with their own belongings, and they have to basically ask people to like shelter them. It's, it's some crazy type beat stuff. It's like the lack of language, like the language barriers. I think I I, I forget which place in South Asia it was, but it was since it was in, it was in a a more more remote um world part they oftentimes they speak a completely different dialect than even like the basic i don't know google translate indonesian you learned last minute right so then after they, <laughs> they, have, they have to be basically like home 
shelter, sleep. And then you could see, you could tell the local people like, what the fuck are they doing? I'm basically miming. And so the, the people that win that round, that specific round, get to sleep in a hotel in a nice place where they get to rest, while the others, they pass the level, but they still gonna have to sleep in whatever place they can find. And basically there are multiple levels and it's going to be like a final winner. But why do you think that that concept is more interesting? Well, I mean, I think I already know, but explain, Gloria, the, why the concept is more interesting to you. I think because the, why there's so much gas between my, I think it's because the aspect the aspect of being in a foreign in a foreign land having to not just like I don't know eat rice and sleep in the jungle it's <laughs> it's 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 more having to navigate into a, a, a land that you don't speak the language interaction with people mm. getting involved in the culture kind of oh yeah they, they get they get to be really involved in the culture because they, oftentimes when they're looking for places to stay they have to eat the food of the place and you know they, they so, so were like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and oftentimes it's not like oh we're picking thailand but we're picking it in the city like no oftentimes they go to like the villages and that i think that's where it really gets complicated because like i said different dialect different customs and listen i'm not going to be that person but there's always that person who's like has the most sensitive taste and so like the moment that it feels a little bit ethnic they're out, they're, 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 they're out here being like <sighs> but you know they're hungry because they've been walking around for miles but you can tell that while they're eating they're just like cringy when they're at home they eat wonder bread so all of a sudden they have different food yeah but I think you are right in that it's 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 more. I don't know. It's more engaging to see people str- struggle in that type of way instead of we're fighting for advantages in the jungle. You know, <laughs> like it, I think it's also I think it's be- I think it's because it it I think when you go to a lot of countries like us, we like traveling a a, a bunch. I think you kind of relate to that when you're in a country where you don't completely speak the language. That sort of, that sort of like, how do I navigate through the culture without, you know, being disrespectful? Oh, there would be so many times where people would do, like, huge gaffes, mm-hmm. huge, like, cust- like things that are, like, really disrespectful in the culture. And you can tell that the locals are just like, I know this white boy don't know nothing, but <laughs> mm, you shouldn't have done that <laughs> energy. One of my favorite things is when the, when whenever somebody won around and they get to be in the nice like they, they get because they get spa treatment the joy the joy on their faces the relief and they're just like out here bathing and soaking while the other ones are still looking about for a place to stay at night um, yeah the, the, that show I remember watching with the whole family yeah. that's the show where everyone was like this one this one we stand yeah this one we stand I, I mostly remember Picnic Express. Uh, um, Quatre mariages, une lune de miel, and uh, Bienvenue chez nous. That, those are the ones I have most memories of, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of out of the shows that we talked about, if you had to pick your favorites, and why? Explain why you picked those favorites. What would it be? Two? No. One. One. Wait, one ultimate favorite? Yes. Yeah. Oh 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 oh. Hmm. Oh. Give me a moment to think about it. What about you? All right, we're we're gonna pass it to Gloria since Abby Abby in general likes to take her time to think. I like I think the Reine shopping was my favorite just because I could laugh at people's incompetence, <laughs> incompetence, and I like shopping a lot. And let's let's just say critiquing people's taste, but I think. 
really know. I think I, to be honest, I think I like all the shows, but I think there's something about Le Reine du Shopping that you can watch endlessly. Mm. Like, it never really gets old. And I do have to say, it's one of the the more relaxed watchings. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not like sort of cringing at people just being absolutely horrible human beings, uh, and such. You're just kind of watching a bunch of girls just go shopping and try to fit the concept and failing oftentimes. And I think the most entertaining part, of course, is Christina as the host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, my favorite show out of them all, I have to say, it would be even though it was not the one I remember the most was um. Dîner presque parfait. This because I liked because uh, I like watching like cooking videos and such on YouTube. So it was the the whole, seeing the whole preparation montage of them trying to come up with like a good concept and like try to execute the 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 meals and such. I even though of course when people were like rating them and voting, again being so h- harsh with the decor and because they had to dress at the table of course and they're just like. <laughs> silver and white <laughs> so passe and it's just like oh, gosh why are you guys so just needlessly petty but i i like it just for the the cooking experience which i always enjoy i think i'd agree that i quite i quite like dîner presque parfait but i also liked um i was gonna say pecan express but i honestly think for some reason, it was so stressful for me to watch after a while, a prolonged time of watching, because it's just like the barriers and everything, and people going living in shacks, and like I couldn't take it anymore because it's just like I could feel, I could feel it on myself. So I liked Les Reines de Shopping because it was because because, <laughs> because it was it was chill, like there was still a level of challenge, but it wasn't it wasn't too much, you know. And I also liked because we watched it on MCs. It kind of changed their look a bit, so they have the shopping bags and everything. Oh yeah, MC, what a what a channel! What, what a channel! What a channel! Love that, love that for them. If you're in a French-speaking country and you don't know MCs, literally, what are you doing? <laughs> literally, what are you doing? TF and MC had some of the, some of the. I remember <laughs> the French voice, the voice. I. <laughs> <laughs> Florent Pagny. <laughs> Where? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh gosh, oh gosh, Nalia. Why do? Why those two words in particular? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, he's the only person that I thought of, except for Mika Chocolate. Florent Pagny was basically like your your discount, like mean judge on any sort of talent show. <laughs> discount for real. <laughs> they really, they really went micro budget. <laughs> on the micro budget is, and in Switzerland we have a supermarket called Micro, which is like a practically owned Switzerland at this point. No, no, no. And so they have, the, yeah, it has an, a monopoly on Switzerland, but they have this particular line called budget, which is basically the cheapest the ultra but, tree. Mean, some, some, of the, some of the things are like in centimes, it's in cents, <laughs> like it's literally like ninety nine cent camembert. Remember when we would buy like micro bouget milk water? <laughs> it was it was milk and things that if they listed it as skimmed milk, skimmed milk have to sort of watery because they take all the fat out, right? But they weren't listing this as, uh, they were listing it as whole milk. I'm sorry, it was in n'importe quoi, which in in English literature is just like that was nonsense. It was water. The texture was water. The look was watery. And it's going to be sick also. You just put some white dye up in there. White dye on the water. I appreciate the fact that you're giving us the cheap option because some of us need help out here. 
at the same time, why are you gonna give the people that need help water from if it, if you're gonna be like this, just go to Lido. Lido saves lives. Yes. No, Lido is not Swiss, but it saves lives. Like honestly, I feel like if if you're going to give if you're going to have a line for people who are less fortunate because we have had some broke eras <laughs> i understand I, and i appreciate that but you, you can't just give them whatever which makes me wonder where did they get their eggs from oh chile anyway we we're talking about the voice <laughs> No, anyhow, we were talking about the voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No opinion. Bridget Simon Tao. Yeah, basically we were saying that and that derailed. Um, it was like hmm, I would say the French's voice was fine, but why did it feel like people were literally cycling through the same five songs? Yeah. It was Titanium. Um some one Adele song at least. Some Latin pop song, some um like old like eighties French song or something like that, or like a classic French song that every French person knows. Type B. Mm. It was honestly kind of cringy, I would say. But I think they, I think it was cringy because they took themselves too seriously. Like X Factor allows itself to be absolute clownery. <laughs> like you have people who were like obviously low key paid actors, like they'll be doing the darndest things. And so that's sort of lefty where you're able to laugh because they just like you know they're they're taking this lightly. And However, get, and, then, and then you get the occasional One Direction. Mm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not a blessing at all, but at least you you feel like you yeah, have something actual came yeah. out of it. But I would say the voice took itself too seriously. Like they thought that they're really about to produce like the next. Or uh, guys, tell me somebody who won the voice, not somebody who was on the voice. Somebody who won the voice and is successful now. Not the French one, Melanie Martinez, Melanie but not the French one. Melanie Martinez didn't win. Oh what? She oh. didn't. Oh, win. actually, that's true. It's a curse when you win. <laughs> because when you win, at first it's successful. Remember um the what was that what was that guy's name? He was, he was the one who always had the guitar. He was in the in the same season that one direction and that the other woman was. But he what? was the winner. What? What, 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 what are you talking about? We're talking about the voice. No, but the the guy with the guitar. Oh wait, because there are two guys with the guitar that I'm thinking of. No. They, they were talking about specifically the French. Are you talking about the one that started? The, his name started with a K. Ah, him. Yeah. He was under Mika Chocolate. Was he? Uh, what are you talking about? I don't remember any of that. The voice. Because remember, they're, they're, the 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 judges they have they have I'm under. Not, I'm not, I'm not sure it's under sure Mika Chocolate. Which can I just say, watching the judges, quote unquote, coach. <laughs> Y'all was your. Feeble knowledge of vocal technique out here being like you have you have to put the larynx up in order to achieve the high I'm just like, oh <laughs> <laughs> you about to give that person ten years of vocal damage, mate. But uh, it was always so hilarious because like mm, there's nothing substantial oh, here. Yes, yes what's it what's it? Can some Can some I, I I know who you're talking about. Yes, him him. I think he it won. Kenji, right? Oh, yes, yes. Kenji won. One. Where is he now? Literally, I only remember that one time he performed with Ariana Grande and then he disappeared off the face of the earth. Or that, one, or that, that one boy that we really like. I'm not sure if he won. The I am what I am, dude, with the afro? Yes. 
I don't think he- did he even pass to go into the into the other. Bro, let's be honest. The people that like are remembered are the ones that the, the, the had like personality, and the ones that won were just like the, the ones that you knew were gonna win. It's like all, most of the time these things are rigged. And I I, I feel though with with the with the with the voice, it's always the person who has the supportive family, and 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 it's like I really think I'm gonna make it big. I'm only 15, but you know I'm putting my all into this. With X Factor, of the person who has no family, my family, my, 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 my both my my mom and my father did not show up at my birth, sort of story. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we're like so desolate. They're they're living they're living in the in one of the gas tanks in the in the in the in the gas station. They're they they're living their life fully on 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 on, on gas or sushi. But they sing at the gas station. People are like, wow, I think you have a gift. But the manager is mean to them, and so they left the gas station to go to X. I'm successfully denied going now. They had to buy a ticket to London in the gas with the gas station money. I think that's one of the reasons why we really like those French shows, though, because while some of them could clearly have been scripted, there's something out of it. There's there's a difference between like when when something is scripted and when something is rigged. When something is rigged, it sucks the life out of everything because you already know who's especially when like there's like a clear favor among the judges. But with a script, you can make it as wild as you like. You can make that drama ramp all the way up, and especially when you put in French people in the mix. Mm, delicious. It's always something to watch. And so splendid. Simply delicious. Indeed. So um yeah, this was like a kind of like a nonsense episode because Yeah. It literally there's no cohesive nothing. We're gonna make up for this. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, so we'll see. Us take two weeks of vacation. I know. Um yeah, but we kinda just wanted to talk about it just because it was a it's a fun topic and I mean those were really fun shows that we remember watching growing up and such. And if you're if you're learning French, perhaps it could be a good way for you to pick up some words. Yeah. I think it's a good it's a good way to especially exercise your hearing, your listening abilities. Yeah. Um, the French language, of course, is very interesting. I I have to say so, but maybe I'm biased. But whatever. Um, Abby, please close us off as you were the host. Advice, when you go to hotels, if you want to test the cleanliness, put on some gloves, crawl on the floor, <laughs> search anywhere for a single hair, and you'll be able to give them one star. Yeah. That's, bas- that's basically bienvenue But anyways, yes. <laughs> anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Thank you for holding on once more to listen to our clownery. And we were gone for at least three weeks, I feel. Sorry about that. Yeah. We're, not gonna, we're not even going to say that we're going to come through with an episode next week because Lord knows what next week is going to bring. But we hope to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah. Any who's, um this has been the Three Masons podcast. I'm your occasional host, Abby. And uh, goodbye. Yes. She's clocking out. We're clock. We clock out, bruv. We're 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 clocking out. Uh, And I'm signing out.